episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am your host for today, Jarell, and this is a special podcast because some friends of mine have joined the HP Critical JRPG Club. We've talked about it a little bit, we've shown it off on Twitter, and uh, we have a few extra faces this time, so I'm going to introduce everyone. Our first game for the JRPG Club is Final Fantasy X, so we're just going to talk about a little bit what we thought about the game, how we felt about it for newcomers, for veteran players, etc. So, first things first, joining me today are Christy. Hi, everyone. Marissa. Hello there. Brandon. Hello, welcome to our story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Hi, everyone. And Job. Hello. And we should have a few more people uh, jumping in a little bit later. Hopefully we'll have a David and maybe a Rodrigo. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. This is our first official episode for the JRPG Club, so look forward to more. So first things first, I want to talk to some veteran players about replaying Final Fantasy X. So the first thing we're going to do is talk a little bit about how we feel about the package overall, about the game so far, and just so you guys are aware, our first stopping point. If you have the wiki for the game, the guide through from IGN, they've broken it up into chapters and we're sort of following that as well. So we've gone up to chapter three. That is up to Kilika Island after the famous sending scene for the game. Also, by the way, just in case I did not mention it before, there are going to be spoilers from the beginning of the game up until uh, Kilika Island and the sending scene. So if you are trying to play along with us, you should probably hold off on listening to this podcast until you get to that point. Anyway, so for my veteran players, first of all, who has played the game before? Uh, that would be me as one. I have. All right, so it's three people. Um, and so that leaves uh, Marissa and Stephanie as the two who have never played before, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, uh, for those that have... have you played? Oh. So, (laughs) for those that have played the game before, have you finished the game? I have. Also, yes. I have finished the original PS2 version, none of the remake, or remasters, I should say. So, uh, Chrissy, you asked about me. I am the one who has started the game at least three times and never finished it. (laughs) Oh. Um, oh. I, I don't know. I usually get to, I think I get to parts and then they just get really hard and I'm like, ooh, grinding. I hate grinding. And then I stop. But I'm a part of a JRPG club now. So now I have people who are going to give me help and hints and be able to help me out to finish. So I'm super excited to be able to finish the game because it is one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Yeah, team motivation. Yes, exactly. That's what we all need to finish JRPGs because they can be long. They can, they can. And grinding can be difficult. Uh, So first, starting for veteran players, I will start with Job here, because he's right next to me. Um, How's your experience been so far with Final Fantasy X? Uh, Just overall, like, what do you think about the game? In its general sense, without giving spoilers, past Kilika Island. Okay. I am actually enjoying it very much again, because right off the bat, there's a handful of options that I didn't have in the original at all which is the expert sphere grid that you get to pick in the beginning, whether you want the standard or the expert. I went with the expert one strictly because of difference, since I've replayed this game at least three or four times already. And the music choices as well, they give you a standard option or an orchestrated option, I think it is. So I went with that as well. 
Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying the little difference so far. We'll see what the game has to offer cool. in the long run. And Branton? Yeah, so I have a deep affection for FF10 as a game because it is the very first Final Fantasy game I have ever touched. I got it around with my PS2 alongside Kingdom Hearts, so I think it's a very good starting place for a lot of for a lot of players. So I'm glad that this has ended up being like the first game uh, for a uh, JRPG club. As for my personal thoughts on it. It just, you know, even though it was like one of the early PS2 games, it still looks really good for the most part, you know. And like Job, you know, I was surprised by the options that are available. So fun fact, I did play the PS3 remaster and the PS4 remaster, though I never finished either one. I just didn't, you know, see it through like I did the original PS2 version. Um, but I am surprised at like a few of the options, like be like the orchestrated soundtrack. You can choose between you want the orchestrated or the original. I do have a, you know, a soft spot for the original. But I did go orchestrated because they just do such a good job with those orchestrated songs. Did not do expert spirit grade because I was a coward. I wanted to just go with the familiar. No. <laughs> I did, so I just wanted to go with the with the with the safe familiar spirit grade to make sure I got through everything all right. But yeah, it, the game is absolutely great. You know, it's the first Final Fantasy that had like a, a lot of that had voice acting. I'm not gonna say full voice acting because there's still a lot of parts that you know aren't. But the major characters are all voiced. It's a beautiful game. It's turn based, but it's different. It plays like plays differently than most uh, turn-based RPGs. Um, I do enjoy that spirit grid system. It's a, an interesting alternative to leveling up. All that good stuff. Those CG visions are great. Love the cast. And by the time you get to Killiga, you already have almost the entire cast at your party. You're just missing two people by that point. So you get and you get introduced to the later two early. You just don't get them on your party yet. So I am very much enjoying going through this journey over again. It's it's something that I can oh play gosh. over and over again. Is that spoilers? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's total spoilers <laughs> for people who've never played before. Yeah. But that's yeah. okay. That's okay. It's minor. We're talking. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm. D- but anyways, I'm done. Okay, uh, so uh, next up, Christy. How are you feeling about replaying Final Fantasy X for the however many times? So this will be my second time replaying it. I I played it originally back on the PS2, and then after that, I tried to replay it on, uh, when it came out on the PS3 as a remaster, but I never got around to it. So I'm excited to dive right in. Of course, like what Job and I think Brandon they're doing, I'm going um with the newly arranged soundtrack so it it's a bit different than what i'm used to but i'm loving it so far and then like job i'm also doing the expert spear the spear grid so i'm kind of excited kind of nervous at the same time there's some differences here and there that i kind of remember but overall i'm excited to kind of start going back and playing through it again reliving some some of my favorite scenes I'm super excited for all the first-time players to be playing it, though. Yes, yes, yes. I completely agree with that. Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, being this is not my first... This, like Brandon, was my first Final Fantasy that I ever played, along with Kingdom Hearts as well. So it was really cool um, to play Final Fantasy and then play Kingdom Hearts and see the Kingdom the Final Fantasy characters in the Kingdom Hearts game. That was awesome. It was a nice little touch for Disney meets Final Fantasy, which made me enjoy Kingdom Hearts even more. But anyway, this is about Final Fantasy. So I love this game a lot. So replaying it with friends, um, even though some of us have like very different op- opinions on the situation, replaying with friends has probably been my favorite part about 
playing the game again so far. I also really, really love the cast, so it's really fun to revisit a lot of these characters who, like, I'm ready to marry already um, because they're just so good. And speaking of marrying characters, I know that Stephanie and I talked a little bit about some of the characters that she liked, so being that this is your first time playing Final Fantasy X, Steph, how do you feel about it? Well... Okay, so to be completely honest, I'm not a person that really plays many games. So for me, it's just kind of like a new territory. Yes. Um, so I didn't even know that there was different music after, I think it was Brandon that mentioned something about the music. And I was like, um, I don't even remember <laughs> which one, which option I chose. <laughs> but anyway, like, uh, what I will say though, the graphics, since I didn't know how old this game was, I thought it was more of a recent game. So I was like, wow, these graphics are pretty trash. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, <laughs> however, since it, he told me it was created, what, 20 years ago, you yeah, said, right? Yeah, uh, 20 years old. Uh, yeah, 2002. So it's 18 years ago now. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Like Oof. The number just hit me now. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, I feel old. Um, <laughs> but But, yeah, so because I didn't know that and then... Like in retrospect, knowing that that it's an older game, the graphics are actually pretty good. Um, the music gives me Dungeons and Dragons vibes because um, Jarrell's our DM, and this is the music he literally plays whenever we battle a boss or anything. So, really? are you serious? Is- That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was getting total, total D and D vibes, and since I haven't played D and D in a long time, it was really nice. It was just kind of like taking us back to pretty much all the fights that we've had in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, as for the voiceovers, the voiceovers are kind of cringy sometimes, I will say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was about to ask. But, yeah, it was a little cringy. However, the content overall, like the actual plot and the storyline, I actually really like. Um, when I met Riku, I think that's how you say her name, I was like, that's Bay. That's Bay. She came in, she saved. I, I really thought I was about to die. Which, by the way, I showed Jarrell that I died right away when we yes, were in Yes, she really did. I was like, no one dies in the very beginning. She died like two seconds into the game. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, Jarrell, I died already. Like, I was, I think we were fighting Sin with, um, I forgot his name, the, the, the friend or whatever. But anyway, so Orin? yeah. Or was it Orin? Orin, yeah. Yeah. Orin? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I died right away. So I was kind of embarrassed, oh, no. but then. <laughs> But Jarrell showed me to fight the uh, the monsters that come after or whatever. So the, after that, I kind of I got better at it. I got better at it. But yeah, I mean, I met Riku and I was like, "This is Bay." And then I met Yuna and I was like, "This is my wife." Um, she really did. This is exactly what she did. So, <laughs> I was like, "It's really." And I don't know personally. I don't know how the game's gonna play out. But it kind of looks like Titus is gonna fall in love with Yuna. I don't know though. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, knows? so who knows? I don't, I don't know how much further to go into my like thoughts oh, no, about the good. game. Yeah, that's good. That's so, good. That's good yeah. Right now. Also, you mentioned the music and not knowing to play and everything, and I, that's one of the reasons that I'm very, very excited to have you on because I know that you don't usually play video games, so it's really, really cool to have someone who's not a JRPG expert come in and give their uh, opinion on this type of video game. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of someone who 
doesn't necessarily always love JRPGs. <laughs> I have the awesome Marissa here. So, and this is her first time playing through Final Fantasy X. So let us know, how are you feeling overall about the game? Oh, and really quick, one addendum. Um, yes, I do DM the, uh, Steph is one of my players and, uh, our first campaign, I used the Final Fantasy X battle theme as their battle music for a very long time. So I'm sure it's really cool. It's such a good, it's um, such a good battle goodness. theme. It's so, it's so great. It's so great. Wait, I also have to point out. Mm. In Xanarkin, that little ball of water that they play, um, the Blitzball, yes, Blitzball, Blitzball. Okay, yeah. that he literally used that as I don't know if we battled in it, but we did something inside of that in Dungeons and Dragons. FYI. Oh my god! So, uh, I, 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 so cool. I don't know if I told. Yeah, I don't know if I told you guys. Marissa knows all about it, but I actually did a <laughs> Final Fantasy X. The uh, Dungeon and Dra- Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and so um, we had a summoner. They were uh, they were guardians, and it was it was short lived because I got bored. But um, it was a great time. It was it was a lot of fun. So um, it's what? really really cool to have her play through and see what happened and for her own eyes. But anyway, yes, Marissa, tell me, tell me how overall how you feeling about Final Fantasy Ten? About an hour in, I was really close to saying I don't know if I was going to be able to keep being part of the club because I just was not enjoying it at all. Um, and I, I know that everyone right now mostly has like positive opinions. Um, I, I do know because I was talking to you, Jarrell, and then also with David uh, about some of the, the things that were making it so difficult for me to keep going. Um, and you guys were like reassuring that, okay, some of that falls off and isn't as cringy or as bad or random. Um, but yeah, uh, this first, uh, three hour <laughs> stretch was mm-hmm. fucking hard for me and <laughs> I did not really enjoy really much of anything. I think too, cause I do know a bit of the story that happens after, even though I haven't, uh, played through it. I know like some of the themes and some of the plot points and stuff like that. Um, so it's like, I know that there's a good story behind the first three hour, uh, struggle (laughs) (laughs) cool cool uh did you want to add anything else before i keep going um (laughs) not in particular i'm i definitely agree that uh like some of the lines and stuff were cringy and i think that's uh plays a big part of it is that even if the story's good it's like i haven't been enjoying titus at all and i'm (laughs) fucking stuck listening him all the goddamn time with his flashbacks oh and his God. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, no lie, though. Literally, right? Marissa was like raging about how stupid Titus is, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, I know, I know, he's really bad. Yes, yes, uh, I know. My whole heart, I, I agree. I will be the singular person to hold the Titus fan club for flag, I guess. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to. No, it's fine. I'm I'm cool here. I'm I'm cool here on this hill. I'll just I'll just make a picnic by myself. Uh, I don't actually hate him. I think, and, and this is what I was telling her earlier, I think that a part of the reason that he is the way he is is because they use him as the guide to teach us as players. And, ah, yes. Uh, this world. Yes. So like so we, actually, we go into Titus's shoes as like he has no idea what's going on so that we don't have any idea that what's going on so that we learn right. with him. But at the same time, they make him super dumb. Like right after we stopped <laughs> oh, he's a super at, dumb. Um, he's a super dumb. I ain't he's gonna an idiot. that. We stopped at the uh, at right after the sending cutscene and then mm-hmm. there's a point at, right after that cutscene in which Lulu is like talking to him and he's like what happens next? And then she's like, uh, he defeats Sin. Duh. And then everyone's staring at him. I'm like, bruh, come on. Like, by this yeah. point, 
already know. He was like, oh, when you make it to the end, something like that. I was like, you already know by this point that everybody thinks you're dumb as fuck. Like, you keep (laughs) repeating this old sin is brainwashed me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, stop being so dumb in front of everyone. I I won't go into details, obviously, but there is a scene a little bit later that very much plays off his dumbness. And we will talk about it when we get there. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but since we're actually on this conversation, how do you guys feel about the characters so far? So far, we've met Riku, Oren, Titus, Titus, however you want to say it, um, <laughs> Yuna, Lulu, Kamari, and Waka. Yep. So, uh, in the same order, how do you guys feel about the characters so far? Starting with Joe. Alright, well, I've already played through the game, so my feelings are very much biased. <laughs> you won't love, like, <laughs> Let us oh, know your also, biased when feelings. You tell us about your feelings about the characters. Tell us, having played the game previously and then playing it now, has anything changed? Like, uh, have you realized something different about these characters? Because I know for me, when I played originally and I'm replaying it now, I'm like, okay, well, Titus is dumber than I remember him being, for example. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, oh, like, yeah. That was going to be my first go-to. Like, it's been so long since I played this game that I did not remember Titus being so dumb. Because <laughs> yeah, he acknowledges his little toxin nonsense. Yeah. So like, I, 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 I got too close to sin. <laughs> 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 That's exactly how he says. Uh, anyway. So Titus, enjoyable. Because he's dumb. Mm. So he adds to the comic relief. He yeah, really does. And not on purpose. It's not on purpose most of the time. Though. It totally is. Don't, <laughs> don't let him lie to you. I feel like I laugh at him, not with him. So I don't know. <laughs> I do. Both. I definitely I do. I laugh at him and with him. Uh, any other characters that you feel um, about? Oren, cool guy. Hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen much of him yet, though. Riku, a lot of people's favorites. I, for 10, hey. she was in my top two at least. <laughs> yeah, She's awesome. awesome. There's no way around it. She's literally awesome. Uh, who's next? Waka. I honestly have never really liked him, but he is one of those characters that adds comic relief as well. And I'm like, okay, welcome. Comic relief character. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Lulu. Bay. There's no way around Uh, it. There's no way around it. She's freaking amazing. Her personality is is great. (laughs) She is Bay. I'm glad she treats Titus like like she does. Yes. Yeah. It's like, bro, one oh, plus man. one is I, two, please. I love I love I love their interactions, Titus and Lulu's, it's great. <laughs> yes. Uh Yuna. Oh, don't be mean to Yuna. Okay. No, she she's so wait, awesome wait, wait, wait. To me. What? You know no, you said don't be again. mean, so now I'm just like, wait, like hold on. <laughs> like, but I'm not gonna like don't disrespect okay. my wife. Okay. Bye. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I love Yuna. She's such a sweetheart, but go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm cutting into your time, please. Go ahead. No, she's super awesome. I love summoner type characters. Mm-hmm. I love white mage type characters. So she's right up my alley. But she's like initially too innocent for my liking. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay, she's waifu, but okay, please step it up a little bit. Oh, can I interject really quickly? Something that I was just like, oh my gosh, you know. And I know that Perrin, uh, Perrin is also a part of our, our uh, JRPG club. She couldn't be here right now, but I do have notes from her to add as well. Uh, I was watching her as she streamed the game and 
she and I felt exactly the same way because there's a portion where Yuna's getting ready to go and she has like all these bags and the characters are just like Yuna. It's actually Lulu, I'm pretty sure. She's just being a bitch and she's like, yo, don't take all this shit with you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Yuna's just like, oh, but it's gifts for all the places that we're going. And she's like, it's unnecessary. And then Yuna's just like, all right. And she just drops the shit there. Yeah, she just leaves it there. That always bothered me. And I was like, <laughs> so you're not gonna put it away? Like, yeah. it's gonna leave all the presents there? But I really felt like that point was just a, a really good character development point. Like, we really understand that she's someone who's so caring that she's about to go on this pilgrimage to save the fucking world, and she's still thinking about taking gifts to all the areas that she's visiting. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very, I think, a uh, very, very good selfless. character development uh, situation in the video game. Yeah, it's very selfless, and that does represent who she is as a character. Did you want to add anything else? Because I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. That was pretty much it. The only one I missed was Kimari. But... He's not a real person yet. He's just standing yeah, there just going, like, quiet and grunting. <laughs> yes. He's, like, that caveman character right now. Yes. So that's pretty much it. Uh, so I'll go next, just because I already started talking a lot. Um, because R- Kamari reminds me of something that I know that Marissa does not like in JRPGs, which we talked about on our Final Fantasy VII podcast, which is when they do a lot of grunting and unnecessary noises. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I've never, I promise you guys, I have never, ever noticed that until after Marissa said that. And I was like, oh, she's going to hate me. Really? Him. Yeah. Does you never notice that? I don't. I always see it as just like, I'm just watching the scene as is, and I, I see them reacting for a reason so i'm never just like why are they doing this but then i when i'm seeing it now i'm just like damn they do that shit a lot <laughs> like Amari is, i was like she's gonna hate him because he doesn't even speak he's <laughs> just like <laughs> like okay bro i get it i get it um <laughs> lulu as as everyone said lulu is bae i think she is officially right now my favorite character just because i love how much of a bitch she is to everyone <laughs> Because I'm just like, bro, why are y'all like this? And then Lulu's just like, why are you guys like this? And I'm like, yes. Like, I don't know why you're channeling with them. They're all dumbasses. I, I feel like Lulu is like the sense of reason. And she's basically voicing what everybody, all the players thought. Yes, I, yeah. and I love it. Um, Waka, I did not like him when I first played the game. Now, replaying it, I'm like, oh my god, he's such a sweet big brother character to Titus. Like, I think that Titus is dumb, and then Waka's like, it's fine, brother, I'm gonna help you. And I'm like, aww, <laughs> like, you guys are both so dumb. <laughs> like, but they're like cute yeah, dumb. Yeah. Like, I love their, their brotherhood. I didn't appreciate it when I played the game before, but like, watching it again now, I'm realizing just how much uh, Waka is doing for this stranger. Like, Titus is literally a stranger who knows nothing. And then Waka's just like, no, yeah, I'm going to be super helpful. I'm going to come back. I'm going to give you the sword of my dead brother, which, like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) I trust you that much. Um, And they're really kind of protective of, t- of Titus over uh, not as much as they are of Yuna, but I appreciate a lot more <laughs> the 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 relationships between Waka and Lulu and Titus so far that we've seen, and Yuna as well. Uh, you can tell that they are uh, close-knit and they have, you know, uh, a, a, a dynamic going that we're going to hopefully see evolve. Um, and Arns, Oran, Riku's Bay, that's it for me. Um, <laughs> uh, Christy, what about you? I mean, I feel like everyone has voiced what most of my thoughts are. Titus, he's very, very dumb. I, for some reason, I thought he wasn't <laughs> this dumb when I first played it, but he, wow, he really, really is. I was like, boy, boy. I know. <laughs> Just stop talking. <laughs> Waka, so the first time I played, I really, really, really hated Waka. Same. Like, Ooh. hated Waka. But now I was like, I'm going back and replaying through. I was like, wow, yeah, he's doing 
a lot of stuff to help this random stranger who might be slightly crazy. Good for him. <laughs> I, I am proud of him, actually. He, he's kind of grown on me. Lulu, she's still as amazing as always. Kimari, eh. He might be benched <laughs> for later. Played. Yo, yeah. Maybe. Possibly. I haven't decided quite yet. Yuna, Yuna's amazing as always. I do agree that when we first meet her, she seems a bit too innocent, but then right before she leaves Besaid, you realize that, yeah, she's very selfless, very caring to people. And yeah, that's kind of about it. Okay, uh, Brandon, what about you? Cool. So, I'll, I'll keep it brief, because I will touch on a little bit of each of the characters, but I'll just keep it real brief. So yeah, Cetus, don't have much else to add there. I love him, but he is absolutely an idiot, especially in the beginning of the game. Like Consensus, Cetus is like, an idiot. <laughs> Cetus is an idiot, and that's that's kind of why, why I love him. And you and you said it earlier, like he 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 is that way a lot of, a lot of because you're sent into this world that he has no idea what anything is, but he's a little too dumb. But still, it, like scenes with Titus are either one of two things: either they're absolutely hilarious just because of how dumb he is, or they're very poignant. When they, like for example, the sending moment, the stuff that he's saying is intermodal. Yeah. He watched Yuna dance. Yeah was intense. Like like that that's the kind of stuff gives me chills. Um Arn's still cool. Not much else to say there because he hasn't been there just yet. Riku's adorable. Not much more to say there either. Love Yuna. Absolutely love Yuna. You're absolutely right. She is a little bit too innocent in the beginning, but I still I still love her and I love that she's going on this pilgrimage with the gardens. It's a very nice way to set up why there's like a party yeah. for the game. So I think that's cool. So I have something interesting to say about Waka that might be a contrast contrast with what you guys said. Because two of you said that you hated Waka and now they're starting to grow on you. So I was the opposite when I very first when oh, I did a Final oh. Fantasy X for the first time. I absolutely adored Waka <laughs> in the very beginning when I played like Final Fantasy X. And then <laughs> and then and then and then something happens in the story and I'm like, oh no, I do not like you anymore, well, how do you Waka. Feel about him now? So like just up to this point. Well, okay. now I feel great because again, 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 seeing like the beginning, seeing the beginning moments of the game. You know, he's really looking out for Titus, and he's and the poor child needs a lot of help, and Waka's giving it to him. So you know, Waka's a very nice guy, and you know, he he understands he understands a lot of values, and you know, they help each other, Titus and Waka, because you know, Waka is kind of down on himself for beginning, but Titus is also like hyping himself up, hyping himself. Like, yeah, no, 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 you don't play yeah. to just do your best. You gotta <laughs> you gotta play nice. to play if you want to win. Like, which, which Waka honestly needs. Like, he's a little defeatist, unfortunately. And Titus very much helps with that. So, you know, beginning Waka, very good. I'll report back how I feel about Waka as we're going yeah, forward. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Not much else to say about, uh, Lulu. She is a bay, as everyone else has said. And she's, uh, and also as a, as also as a character, she's one of your best party members by far. Black Mage yes, for life. Yes. I, I absolutely love Black Mages in the Final Fantasy games, and she is among the best of the Final Fantasy series offers. And Kimari, yeah, there's, there's just not much to, to say. Like, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that for Kimari, because there's a lot to say, but, you know, there's there's nothing else to say right now. He doesn't talk right now. That's about <laughs> it. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one last uh, thing, because that's uh, the, the party members. Jekt is an asshole, a big asshole. That's all I'm going to say about him for now. Okay. Um, and I actually agree. I completely forgot that Titus was very um, helpful to Waka as well. So that was nice of him to encourage them because they was just shitty and they never they, win. And they, he's they, just they like, come on, guys. Those, 
those poor Aurochs needed the currency. So I do have to give them today. So. Yeah, I they say that. that they haven't win, they haven't won a game in like ten or fifteen years or something. Like <laughs> I'm like, that. bro, why are y'all still playing? Like, how do you? And they're just still, and they're and they're just cool with that. They're just like, it's fine. Like, you know what? You know what? I, I can admire the fact that you're not depressed after all that. If what I was saying, if you're doing your best, but if you're not even trying. It's a different story. All right. I'm super, super excited now to hear from the two newcomers how you guys feel about this cast of characters so far. Uh, Steph, you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay. So everyone is ranking on Titus, <laughs> but I didn't have a problem. <laughs> good, good, I good. Mean, everyone, everyone's like saying, I mean, yes, yes, he is pretty dumb. <laughs> However, since I'm, new, since I'm new to the game, to me, it's not much of like... To me, since I, it's new to me, I'm like, okay. Like, I think it's good for someone who's never played the game yeah, before. I can for sure, for sure. For like, 100%, 100%, I agree. Since, uh, I want to say like half of you guys are veterans and have played it. To you, you're just like, oh, yeah. Titus again, you know? But for me, <laughs> I don't know. It, it kind of gives me a bit of a, uh, like a briefing of what I'm to, exactly. what to expect and what to see yeah. and what's coming. So I don't mind him now. If I ever play the game again, then I probably would be ranking on him. I'm too. so, so happy actually that you brought that up <laughs> because that's exactly what he's meant to be. Uh, first yes, for a new exactly. player, yeah. like his character is meant to introduce you to the world. So you can tell that we're all just like over him, but you don't have a problem with him. So yeah. thank you. That's why <laughs> I, I love, I love Titus. <laughs> that's why I love having yeah, you here. I thank you. Um, so, okay, so that's, okay, uh, let me think who else. Um, I don't know why you hate Jex, maybe it's because I don't know him yet, but, but I mean, Apple, no, I can't, I have no feelings about him yet. Um, as for Waka, to be honest, I'm indifferent about him. I don't like when he says, yeah. It's just, it's, he's, He's really cringe to me personally, but I mean, I guess in retrospect, when you guys have mentioned all the things that he's doing for Titus, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I can, I, I get it. Right. He has nope, good he's cringe. Whatever, but he is cringe. His <laughs> he's, entire he's very cringe. Dialogue is and um, <laughs> and actually, to piggyback on the whole thing that he treats him like a brother, if I recall correctly, there was a conversation between him and Lulu about um his brother and i think that she mm, mentioned yeah. something about that so i mean it's mm -hmm. almost maybe like he sees his brother in him and so maybe he's trying to prevent the history from repeating him itself because his brother dies yes. right or at least yes. from what i understood yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. speak so on it, i think that's why he's so huh i said speak on it you're going deep i love it <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um listen i'm a poet i'm a poet let's go <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah so um that's why i think he's so kind to him and he's trying to he's very understanding of him and he tries to help him out as for lulu when i first met her i was like wow she's kind of a biatch i don't know if i'm allowed to curse or not but i was like she's kind of a biatch however then i started to really like her sass and her pettiness because i was like that is yes. my alter ego yes. that is <laughs> that is like she is me but yeah, so she's cool. And then when I found out she was a black mage and that she did that damage, like uh, she taught a little bit about fire and thunder and all that. I was like, all right, boo, I see you. So, you know, she's definitely up there on being one of my favorites. I really like her. And let me see, who am I missing? Kamari, is that how you say his name? Mm -hmm. Okay, when he, okay, all right. I 
I promise you, I, for a second, I thought he was a boss because when he started fighting me, I was like, what oh, yeah. the hell? Oh, Who yeah. are I love you? That. I, I love that moment. The one on one No, he was beating my ass. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he jumps high. He jumps real high. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the heck is going on here? I was, honestly, it was, it was a little frustrating. And then when they came to save me and they said that he was a friend, like an ally, I was like, excuse me? Who are you? But anyway. Um, so yeah, that was Kamari, and then, who am I missing? Yuna, obviously, you guys already know how I feel about her. Um, I do like that she's innocent, because I feel like that kind of portrays what a summoner would be, like, it's kind of like how angels are, they're considered to be very innocent, they're considered to be, um, to help you out when you're in need, so I feel like she kind of resembles, in a way, angels, so, that's why I like her. I like that, um, yeah, so that's why I don't mind her being too innocent, because that's kind of how you would assume someone with that kind nature to be um i think that she i can't wait to see how she actually develops more as a character Mm -hmm. i think that she will get hurt though because she's so naive but Mm -hmm. i mean i hope titus doesn't you know mess it up because i will fight him (laughs) 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 um i think i pretty much got I think I got everybody. Yeah, that's everyone. Um, Did you? Yeah. yeah. No, that's everyone. Oh, and Riku. I'm sorry. How can I forget my girl? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> she when she came in to help me in the battle, I that's when I knew. Like that's when she had my heart because I was like, I was really about to die. So thank you, near death experience <laughs> once again. But yeah. Okay. So now I'm done. I'm done. Marissa, I'm very excited to see what you think about these characters. Please let me know. <laughs> Um, so just because, uh, Steph was just talking on, like, Yuna being innocent, um, I, I totally agree with her in the sense that I think that that innocence is good, almost in the same way that everyone's talking about how, yeah, Titus is stupid, but he needs to be there in order for the character to kind of understand what's going on and for people to explain, because I, I do get that, like, everyone in the world is just like, you don't know what a summoner is, you fucking idiot, like, I totally get that, (laughs) um, you know, and I think that her innocence, too, kind of helps in the same way that you you kind of walk into this. Yeah, you realize that everyone's talking about Sen like he's the big bad evil and that's going to be your entire goal, you know, is that you're trying to get to the end of Sen. Um, but I, I think that it's going to kind of help show how things become and uh you know through her change of innocence does that mean that you know either this toxin um that's around sin is that going to change her um Mm, you know how is she going to have to grow and develop in order to handle that um you know i i i think that her innocence in a way is kind of the same thing in in the same vein of titus's kind of idiocy um when it comes to everything going on around him uh is that it it is kind of like a good testament to all she wants to do is her best all she wants to do is help people um you know that's gonna change her um you know and it's gonna kind of be one of those fight of you know can good overcome evil is evil going to change her you know so I'm, i'm totally interested to see where she goes um i think the only kind of issue I have with her is just like the dialogue and stuff like that. It's more of a writing thing, not really like bad story or bad character design. It's just like so cringy sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I like her character overall because I think it's really going to be a a wonderful way to kind of show how things change. Um, Titus is a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I was really messaging Darrell when I was going through the fight and I was like, why did why did Waka just like jump off the boat all of a sudden? I was like, 
because my stupid ass fucking <laughs> fell into the ocean. <laughs> literally <laughs> what she said, guys. Oh my god, I was I was literally thinking the same though. I was like, how? How did this happen? <laughs> I'm like, how do you fucking jump off the stage? <laughs> I was just like, uh I I think the thing is is that I know I know what his purpose is. I know that he's there to kind of be like the, hey, I'm new here. I don't understand what's going on. Can you explain it to me? I get that. I think that it's almost kind of overly done. I think that his stupidity is made almost to the point where it's, I don't like him at all. And that's a big problem since he's a main character. And that's been my issue. I think the whole time is I am at this point. I don't give a shit about his story. I'm more invested in these people that he's just met. You know, I, I do really like all the characters that he's just met that have been in part of the party who've been helping him and everything. But I really could care less at this point what happens to him just because <laughs> every time he talks, I'm just like, Oh my God, you're so stupid. <laughs> I think that if, it would have been toned down a little bit if he would have, you know, been like, Hey, I realize that I don't know what's going on. So I am going to play kind of dumb, but maybe he wasn't a dumb character or maybe, you know, he just kind of like accepted that there's things that he's not going to know, you know, maybe maturity or something like that was different. It would be salvageable for me. But right now, all anytime he opens his mouth, I'm just like, please, no, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) So can I just interject really, really quick? Sorry. Um, just do you think that it could also be because of how cringy he says things? Because I feel like that's also a big thing about why he sounds even dumber. Because it's just like the way it cuts through what he says. I'm just like, but no one talks like that. Yeah. Um, and not just that. So there was this one scene in particular on the boat. Um, when you're going to Kilika. So not the first one with Riku, but um. Yeah, where he walks up to Yuna and she's just like, the wind is so nice. And then they start laughing. And I'm like, who the fuck has the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just talking about I, Yuna I and then she said that shit. And I'm just I like, couldn't. Who I, I didn't. has conversations like that? I don't understand. Agreed. Speaking of that boat, I'm sorry, I, I got an interjection real quick. Why does... Titus harassed that poor guy with the binoculars. Oh my god, he like jumps all yeah, over him. Like he jumps on him, he does like freaking, he does like a handstand on his shoulders and then grabs him from the binoculars. You know though, my favorite part and then, is when he goes yeah, go back on. to talk to that guy. I don't know if you guys yes! want to talk to him. Yeah, and he's I like, did. can yeah. I borrow your binoculars? And the guy's like, no, what the fuck? Like, you're crazy. Yeah, I was like, fuck out of my face. And that guy is absolutely justified to tell Titus to go fuck off because like, why, why'd you do that to that guy? He's just, he's just saying, why are you bothering him? Yeah. Oh man. Um, I, I do think that, um, everyone else, like, I really like Lulu. Um, I like yes. that she's a lot more serious about things and that, you know, I, I really do love just how point blank, no, no punches are held with her. Like, she doesn't give a shit. She's just going to tell you like it is. Um, I, I do really kind of, like that it cuts through some of the stuff, um, you know, and even the way that she starts to explain stuff. Cause at this point, Titus has had, you know, a bunch of different people be like, you can't say that you're from this place. It's going to offend people. You can't do this. You can't ask those questions. You can't go in there. And she's just like, boy, let me fucking tell you how it is. <laughs> um, you know, so I really, I really do like her character. And I think of everyone, she's a little bit more serious than a lot of the other characters. And I really, I like that because I know that part of my reason for not liking JRPGs so much is the overacting or the over 
anything the the extra and stuff like that so i like that she's a lot more mellow in that sense um yeah and then i i wasn't so crazy about waka and then when he started talking about his brother i feel like in in a way that made him the most developed character so far and it made me really kind of understand why he did just like there's this random guy in the ocean and you just like hey want to follow me to the village (laughs) i'll get you some food i'll let you sleep you know like i i understood in that moment why he started to take care of titus and it made a lot of sense and then oh my god what uh kamari Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, The thing was, is like, so just like how Steph was saying, I knew he was an ally because I saw that he was in the church with uh, Yuna and he was in the section where only guardians could go. So I was like, okay, he's protecting her. Cool, cool, cool. What the fuck was the point of him fighting me? Now I'm annoyed by him. (laughs) So I think, I think, and you guys can interject, but I believe for Kamari, it was just like a, who is this guy? I'm going to challenge him and see if he's worthy of following us. That's what I see it as. I yeah. could be completely yeah. wrong. That's what I thought so, too. No, I, I, no, I, I feel But it also, in your also, it was never explained that way. It was literally just like, why the fuck is he doing this? No, and I think that's that true. was that's the true. problem. Like, I had no problem with the fight itself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was random, whatever. But I was like, okay, yeah, he's trying to see if I'm a bitch. You know, like, I get it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, think the, I think what it was is that everyone in the group had like no understanding of him either and you That's know true. literally just comes up and is like you don't know anything about him he doesn't really talk and i'm like <laughs> he just does random you... shit like that sometimes yeah and i'm like it's, it's, it's funny too because like you know they were just having this like serious fight with like blades out and all that stuff and they're like oh that's just how kimari is i'm like yo this man tried to impale me with a lance it's actually a yeah, really bad yeah. example because i mean <laughs> what is me to if you've never played before it can literally just be like okay is this bitch just gonna attack me whenever he feels like it like i don't know what the fuck and then everybody's just gonna be like oh yeah no that's just him he might do it tomorrow who knows okay i don't know like good luck <laughs> so I mean I don't really have an opinion because I think more than anything it was that the party didn't even explain that you know like yeah. they didn't even yeah. talk about it or be like oh he's just overprotective like I I get that sense from him I saw how he was on the boat once uh, Sin did attack and everything like that so I do get that that's going to be part of his character trait but I think in that moment it was like so not even this girl literally is saying that she'd been traveling with him since she was a child and she's like we don't know anything about him <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I think that's everyone. Riku, um, I, I really like her. I know that, um, you know, I don't know that much about her yet, but the thing is, is that I really didn't like any of those scenes where it was like, Hey, there's these random people and now like they want my help, but they hate me. I don't really understand what's happening. So I think that unfortunately she's kind of like bogged down into that mess for me, but, um, I do really think that she was very kind towards the end of all that. Um, and I liked her towards the end of that. So she's kind of in that care- category. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about Jack other than uh, Titus hates him. Uh, and I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I really use that as a guiding point uh, uh, at this time for if I should hate him or not. We'll find out. <laughs> yes, please for your opinions. I'm, I'm very curious to how the newcomers will see Jack going forward in this game. There's a lot to go through. Yes, there is. There's quite a bit to unpack. So I'm going to add David really quick. Hello. Call. There he is. Welcome, David. Hey. 
Yeah. Diamond. Diamond. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Hi. JRPG uh, podcast discussion. Yay. Thanks for the warm welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry that it took so long. We we're just trying to uh, finish that up so I could add you. So really quick, uh, so far all we've talked about is how we feel about the characters and the game overall. So I'll just having played the game before, tell me, how do you feel about the characters now versus when you played originally? Without spoiling, past Kilika. Uh, original to now, um... It holds up pretty well, I would say. Okay. I mean, there's certain moments that are kind of cringy, but I think the characters overall are kind of, like, pretty good for a Final Fantasy game. They all have their distinct personalities. Very unique. <laughs> I guess it holds, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, I, I, I agree. Just uh, and as a little caveat, this game is almost 20 years old. It is the first Final Fantasy that has ever had voice acting. So it is very much cringe. The writing is cringe. Yes. But the story overall, I think, makes up for a lot of that. Hopefully, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about it, but I'm very, very excited to do the next three chapters just to see how you feel about the developing of the situation. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, so the next thing I want to talk about is gameplay and then story. So ah. I know that some people like the gameplay. I know that some people don't. I know that some people aren't uh, familiar with JRPGs. So, uh, veterans, really quickly, how do you guys feel about the gameplay of Final Fantasy X? And you can also compare it to other Final Fantasies if you'd like, since you've played other ones. Job, you first, as usual. I am actually an incredibly huge fan of turn-based RPGs. So going back to this is right-at-home feeling. I still love it. I love the sphere grid just because of the unique trait it brings to the game. I like how most, if not all, Final Fantasies do that with a gimmick of their own. Mm, battle system. Still really enjoy it. Still a little peeved because I think it's way too easy to be able to switch on the spot like you can. What? That's great. What? <laughs> That's wonderful. That's my favorite part. Right? It is. Oh, great. It, it yeah, is wonderful. It. it is wonderful. But it's too wonderful. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> like, do you feel like it makes it too easy? 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, why? Like, we're all, it's already, the game is hard. Just kidding. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm sorry. Um, that might be it for okay. me. Okay. I'm gonna switch it up this time. I'm gonna talk to a veteran and then a newcomer. So, Steph, how do you feel about the battle system? Um, okay. To be fully, fully honest, um, if, I don't like how often things fight you sometimes, cause I'm like, I don't like that I can't, dodge things i don't like that it's kind of like by a turn basis kind of thing so mm. for example um when i had to when we made it to the island where waka was and we had to like go through the water and whatever so i was i forgot to look for his little um chests mm-hmm. so i went back and when i went back i had to fight the same shit i had <laughs> fought before <laughs> so i was like oh literally every freaking turn i did i had to fight the one that those godforsaken piranhas. <laughs> it was so frustrating. It was, I, I was, if I'm honest, I was like, I'm never going to go back again in situations like this. I'm just going to let it be. I'm just going to, if I freaking miss a potion, it is what it is. Because I was so frustrated. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I felt very passionate about that scene. But then I got over it. So I have a question for you really quick then, Steph. So um, how do you feel about, because this game uh, is one of the older Final Fantasy titles, so it does do random encounters versus you know newer Final Fantasies that you can see the enemies before you engage in them how do you feel about the fact that it's random like you don't know what when a battle is going to happen is that something that you um, don't like or I'm 
I want to say I don't like it when it's repetitive. Okay. Like when I'm trying to mm-hmm. make it to my mission, when I'm trying to do something and I'm trying to get there quickly and they just freaking fight me every two seconds, it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think I would like it if it had less fighting, but I do know that the only way to, I think, progress in your spheres, right, is to fight things. Correct. So I feel like you kind of need it. If not, then you don't really get anywhere. So I'm indifferent, I guess, about it. I'm okay, indifferent. Okay. Um, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Was there anything else you wanted to say about the gameplay stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I guess less fighting. And if maybe we can actually avoid it or we can, well, you can actually dodge away. it. There is an option no, wait, to flee. Can... Yes. But... Okay, well, I've, been, I've never been given that option. <laughs> That's in the sphere grid. Correct me if I'm wrong, veteran players. That is in the sphere grid. Titus, uh, if yes. you're doing the regular one, right, he can yes. learn the flea move. Yes, and okay. you get an instant, yes. get you get an instant escape. So that way you can literally just run away. If you're just like fuck this shit, I don't want to do this anymore. Just fucking fly, flee, 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 flee. Okay, perfect. Because that's what I'm gonna have to start doing. Because it's a little frustrating. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little frustrating. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I have. Uh, for me, uh, I really enjoy the battle system. I love that you can swap members in and out on the fly. I don't know why anyone wouldn't like that. I do feel that Final Fantasy X is a, and this is just my noob JRPG self, saying that it is one of the harder games. So far, to me, everything has been really easy. But I do think that this game puts you in situations in which, like, you start one thing and then right after it's like, oh shit, boss fight. And then, like, five minutes later it's like, oh shit, another boss fight. And then, like, two minutes later it's like, oh shit, I'm being attacked by a blue monster cat. Oh shit, boss fight against <laughs> the biggest fucking boss in the game. Oh shit, another boss fight right after that and this, like, shit that's gonna kill you. In the- I think there's a lot of that happening, but I do think that the game also helps you because there are a shit ton of potions. If you talk to everyone, you just get, like, I- I- I've- obviously this is just me talking to everyone because I do it in every JRPG but you talk to everybody you get a shit ton of potions it's very manageable um, So, but I do think that the the ability to switch party members in and out on the fly is great it's very helpful especially for situations in which because the game does teach you like okay Lulu is a black mage so you're going to want to use you know water against lightning and fire against ice etc and it's great because when you get into a situation where you can't escape and you need Lulu, instead of losing a turn, you can just go ahead and do that switch. And so I, I actually love that. I, I don't like the fact that there are not levels in this game. I know that's really weird. I like being able to see my progression through levels. So it's weird for me to not see the character level. I'm like, oh, Titus is not a level because there's the spear grid. But I do like the spear grid because it allows me to be able to customize because I'm doing the expert one, I can make anyone anything, and I love that uh, that sense of uh, scope for customization in character battles. Uh, but that's it for me. David, how do you feel about it? Um, I, I mean, kind of agree with you guys. Like, I love being able to swap out on the fly. There have been plenty of times where, like, I alternate between Yuna and Lulu for whatever reason, or Waka and Kamari, just because it's convenient at the time. Um, so that is something really nice, just because I don't think there's another Final Fantasy that lets you swap like that. I don't think so either. Right? Nah. Yeah, I think that's like that very is limited to that game. Yeah. Joe? Mm, 12? I think. Oh, 12, yeah, you can just like. Yeah. I can't wait. Can you? I thought you had to go into the menu to do mid-battle? that. Mid battle? I don't remember. I don't think you can do it in mid battle, no. Mm. Yeah, I don't think mid battle. No, you do have to go in the menu to do it. Yeah. So, like, that was very much so exclusive to that, and it's just so convenient. Like, 
it's just yes, it's gets me out of a bind so often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna die! You wanna get in here? <laughs> right, um, exactly. I do agree with you, though. It's weird that there's no levels, like, the fine number, because it's like... I like grinding as much as most JRPG I fans do. It. You know? <laughs> I don't like grinding. Oh, really? Oh, I think. Can so someone like... please explain to me what grinding is? <laughs> yes, Joe, can you explain to me what grinding is? Are you a JRPG expert? It is literally what you just described that you hated, fighting <laughs> the same monsters over and over again <laughs> to you power yourself like grinding? up. It's part of the fun. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Not for me. Apparently, I'm alone in that. I think grinding's a good time. <laughs> um, but I just wish there was some sort of like actual number value to it. Because I'm like, yeah. mm, I don't really know what kind of progress you have besides abilities. Exactly. Like I'm like talking to your friends. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, my Tillius knows haste. <laughs> what does yours know? Yeah, like that's the best we can do for progression. Yeah. And that's really annoying. Basically a Pokemon at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, definitely a water type. That is uh, definitely uh, grinding. You you are you are continuously fighting. It doesn't have to be the same monsters, but usually you will go to a specific area and then you'll just keep fighting the same things over and over until you level up. And it can be annoying as fuck. And uh, it's uh, it's really important. <laughs> Never mind. Um, sorry for me. I can it's I can second me, that. But some people like it. But th- th- so what you want to do? Just a piece of advice for JRPGs. Um, as we continue playing this, you just try to fight everything on your way because you don't want to get to a point in the game where you reach a boss that you cannot beat and then you have to go back and grind because that's going to annoy you and probably kill your interest in trying to finish yeah that would be worse yep you don't i actually did that ages ago by complete and total accident anyway uh david were were you done yeah okay uh (laughs) marissa (laughs) how you feeling about the battle system um I, I don't really have uh, much problem with the battle system. I My one complaint is, like, the overdrives. I think that, like, they explained that they're special moves, but the first time you use them, like, it just throws it at you. And oh, it doesn't yes. tell you, like, hey, are you supposed to, like, hit this orange section? And then I think I'm hitting it, but I don't know if I'm supposed to hear a sound or see something on the screen or if I'm doing it or not. So he does it, but I don't know if it could have been more powerful. Like, I feel like... For that stuff, especially because it looks like every overdrive is different and yeah, it all, all requires a different mechanic. I haven't even used Lulu's yet. I don't know what um, Yuna's is going to be, you know, so it's like I know that I'm going to get to a point in the fight where it's like, hey, you should use your overdrive. And I do it and I either fail it or I make it weak or, you know, because I just I feel like it's so random uh, without any type mm-hmm. of explanation. Um, OK, so that's really my main complaint about the battle system. Um, I've played a couple turn-based uh, JRPGs and one of them is one of my favorite games like of all time and it doesn't let you swap. And I understand that it's part of like, hey, you need to be tactical about this and strategic about this, of who you're taking into certain areas. But um, I think that sometimes it... Like, what? what is the rest of your party doing? Just sitting around on the sidelines like, you got this, fam. Like, they would be jumping in to fight, you know, if they felt like they could handle a situation better. So I think that, like, in, in terms of, like, it making more sense that they jump in and help out when you ask them to without, you know, you having to, like, either skip a turn or you just have no ability to switch them. Um, I really like it. Um, I... I do like I I don't like that you can't see the enemies like Steph was saying. Um oh, I don't really like the randomness yeah. to it. Yeah. I I think it would be different cuz 
almost like the way that they've gone with Pokemon just since you brought it up is like, since you can see them, if there are times that you want to grind, cool. Then you just walk around and you walk into bitches until you have enough XP or enough abilities. Um, you know, I, I do get that this is an older game and so I can understand why it's random or why you might not be able to see it, but it, it was almost kind of jarring the first few times it happened. I was like, what is my screen do? Oh, it's a fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, just so last Jarring at first because I think that first hour that I was talking about before it does really swap, it was like every time that you were going into a fight, it had like a cutscene or it had creatures fly onto your screen. It wasn't just like, True. I'm walking through this lovely wooded area. Oh, shit. There's a fucking monster. <laughs> You know, I'm swimming through this, like, oh, my God, there's another monster. Um, You know, so it is definitely jarring going from, hey, this first hour, which is quote unquote tutorial, but then you go into a second quote unquote tutorial and it's different. Uh, That was jarring. But (laughs) I I know why it's there. I know that it is a mechanic of it. Um, uh, The the sphere grid is confusing as fuck. Um, I'd much rather just level up. Um, but I, I think I'm starting to get the hang of it. I fucked Lulu's up and I think I went backwards. Uh, so oh, no. she's useless for another level. Um, because I didn't know what direction I was going in. So one of the things <laughs> that you should do uh, as a, just as a piece of advice is check it out before you move. Like just um, yeah. move forward and uh, see like what you want that character to learn and um, mm-hmm. then decide. But I understand. I, I, I almost also went backwards when I was trying to make a guide for you guys. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I almost went backwards. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think what it was, too, is like I get I get now that when the sphere is glowing, like, hey, that's one that you already have. I, I saw uh, Lulu's and was like, oh, these are my next options. OK. And so I went in and like moved back to thunder and she already knew thunder and i was like fucking damn it. No, <laughs> like, no. i was so frustrated and i already hit confirm so i was like well that was a waste of two to three levels uh we'll find out when we get there um but yeah i i don't really have that many complaints about the the combat system um i i like that you can see when certain enemies are moving i do like that you can switch people out i think that the sphere grid is probably going to be where i'm weakest as well as the overdrives just because i know that i'm still learning it but so far like the combat is pretty pretty okay i'm 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 all right with it uh you brought up something actually that reminded me of something that i really love which is the ability to see the turn order because it really helps you with strategizing oh for, yeah, yeah i love that yes. I, I adore that i adore that in this game and i was playing uh a Beverly default 2 demo and i was just telling dove i was like if this had a turn order i would know who's defaulting and who to hit next etc and i was like every GRPG now should have a turn order because Ooh. it makes <laughs> sense. i think that's my feedback now it just makes it so that. much easier for me when I can see what I'm supposed to do. Because I'm not great at strategizing in JRPGs, like, at all. I'm not good at it. So when I can actually take time to strategize by being able to see, okay, this 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 little enemy's next, but I get to go twice before it, so I get to hit it before it even gets to hit me, etc. All of that, wonderful. Uh, sorry, that brought up a no, thought, and I just want to, like, finish it. But um, I really like that it's that you can see the turn order and that it's not timed just in the sense of because there is so much and especially that fucking fight with sin and then you end up fighting a jellyfish right after that mm-hmm. uh like i was i know that i was like ranting and raving to you <laughs> the entire time that happened but um if 
if there was a little bit more like breathing room between some of those encounters, I could totally see where certain games wouldn't do that because, um, you know, like the randomness, you're not going to know what a character is going to do before it happens unless you pick up on their patterns or read what they're doing. But I think that it's so helpful, especially since I've not played it before and not had that experience where I'm like, fuck, what do I do? And I have to go through these different menus and be like, which skills does this character have? Which spells do that character have? Um, so I, I think that's why I do really, really like the combat so far in this is I feel like it's very forgiving for me, um, kind of starting out at least until I get more familiar with everything. Mm-hmm. Steph, um, how do you feel about yeah. the, uh, spear grid as a new player? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I saw the video that you made it and I was still like, I'm still, <laughs> okay. so, I <laughs> okay. so I haven't really used it. I haven't really used it, but now listening to you guys, I'm just, I realize the importance of it because <laughs> then that's how you learn. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you learn different moves. Yeah. So I should probably get on that. I'll probably have to YouTube some videos because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. it's confusing. I asked because, um, so Perrin, who's not here, she is playing uh, Final Fantasy X for the first time. Uh, she is familiar with JRPGs though. And one of her comments was that she thought that the spear grid is very straightforward. She literally t- uh, texted me and said that she thinks that the spear grid is straightforward. That was um, one of the things that she said. Uh, so, I, and I too did think that it was pretty straightforward as well. Uh, so I just wanted to know, um, even on my first time, I, I didn't see it as too much of an issue. So I kind of wanted to see how you guys felt about it and see like what the difference was and uh, how we perceived the way that the leveling up was. Uh, we'll figure it out. Christy. Combat system, how do you feel about it? So, I personally enjoy the random encounters. Really? <laughs> I feel like I'm the outlier, but I do enjoy them. <laughs> I mean, I know that as of now, most JRPGs, they're leaning towards being able to see your opponents. Mm-hmm. And I think that was my biggest complaint for a different game. <laughs> but that aside, I really enjoy the, the random encounters. I like um, the unknown. I also like being able to switch between characters on the fly. Right now, I'm currently playing through Persona 5, and not having the ability to switch between characters is driving me up the wall. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Like, Yo, that was really like, bad until I got the ability to do it. Yep, yep, so, yep. Like, I love before that, that I was like, oh like, no. <laughs> Good luck. It's, it is driving me up the wall. Yeah. It's it's horrible. Especially when you need <laughs> characters. Like, that's a game where you need to be able to switch. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, so Oof. what bothers me is the fact that, as of now, Waka is the only person who can take care of flyers well, Lulu compared well. to everybody else. Well, Lulu as well, too. But still, yeah. it's like, I don't want to waste my magic points, my MP, yeah, yeah. on mm-hmm. this random bird that I can easily just knock out with Titus. No, I have to switch out to Waka. You know, I thought that um, it would be easier and more beginner-friendly if each character had a specialty so that you knew that you could switch to them. So, like, it's I thought, okay, it's easier to go after flying. Uh, you already know that if it's something flying, to switch in Waka and go after it. If it's something that's magic, to switch in Lulu and go after it. I thought that would actually be easier uh, for people to understand and get acclimated with. So it's interesting that I am wrong, in your opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I love it. I love I love having the different opinions. I think it's great. No. So, um, oh, oh, sorry. Um, no, no, no. I was just going to say that I agree with uh, Christy, too. It, it was kind of, like, frustrating to me, especially in that fight with Sen at first. Um, I... 
I think one of the nice things is that, um, you know, I did spend that first turn initially kind of attacking the small things. I didn't realize you could target sin. And so it was nice that, um, you know, I think it was Titus who was like, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing something else. I'm like, thanks, guy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so I think it's a little bit frustrating because then I swapped, you know, they started you with Titus and Kamari and Yuna and none of them really had anything that they could use against Sin. So, I mean, it does make it so that you had to think about it and actually go through the process of switching out the characters. But I think that it's almost kind of frustrating that there are characters that are just useless in certain situations. I get that it makes the switching out mechanic uh, more accessible and more uh, reason to use it. But you know, it was almost kind of like, really? I I didn't know I was going to be fighting this thing, so I couldn't have prepared. And even if I did, I wasn't in control of my party order. So, um, you know, I think if everyone had at least one thing that they could use, that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, you know, again, you get kind of stuck using characters and, you know, you might want to be at a point where you're leveling up someone and they just are in a section where they're kind of useless. Um, you know, so I, I, I agree in that sense that, it was kind of like, fuck, I kind of want Titus to be strong, but I really can't use him right now other than just attacking these guys right up in my face, but I'm just supposed to be focusing on sin. Um, so, yeah. Well, I will say really quickly, because I know I talk a lot, that uh, Kamari <laughs> does have a way to hit sin, and Yuna also does have a way to hit sin. So I was watching Rodrigo's stream, and he just summoned Valifor. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, he destroyed Sin with her summon. Uh, and Kamari mm-hmm. does have his Lancet ability, which allows him to take MP and HP from a character. Uh, so uh, you there are ways, but it also requires you to kind of go into their skill set and see what they could do, uh, uh, as opposed to just, you know, switching to someone like Waka, who can just, you know, go out and hit them. Also, piece of advice, uh, and someone who has played before has to fix this for me, I don't know which one it is, so hopefully maybe Joe can help me out. Mm-hmm. You're targeting characters. If you want to target the party, you press the up and down buttons, and if you want to target enemies, you go left and right, or is it the other way around? Yeah. No, you got it right. That's right. Okay. Because um... I know that during that Sin battle, something that Rodrigo was struggling with, he was trying to target Sin, but he kept targeting the party and himself. And I was like, oh no, I know that one of those directions is only enemies, and the other one is only a party member. So that hopefully yeah. will help yeah. out a little bit. I don't know if they mentioned that in the game at all, but like, worst case scenario, just spin to win until it points to mm-hmm. where you <laughs> just keep going yeah. until it yeah, hits somebody. It's not timed. Uh, roulette time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoever it lands on, just fuck it. Um, <laughs> Brandon, what about you for combat? So for combat, but before I start going to combat, I just want to say I think it's fascinating that so far we have a general consensus that everyone at the very least likes the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I find it fascinating that people like different things in RPGs. Yeah. Like, I, I hear people that, that um, love the random encounters, some that hate the random encounters. I'm unfortunately partially in the group that does not like random encounters. I very much like seeing the enemies before I go after them. And then some people are not as cool on turn-based combat. I love turn-based combat. Like Job says, it just feels like it just feels at home. And some people like party members switching on the fly, some, some don't. I just think it's awesome. So, anyway, I just wanted to get that out of there because I thought it was really, yeah, really cool awesome. that everyone had I'm different very happy. things. This has been great. So. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's really cool. But, yeah, no, I absolutely I, I enjoy the combat of FF10. Um, Darrell, I'm going to agree with something that you had said earlier. Um, I like that every, you know, as you go further in the spear grid, and especially if you're doing the extra spear grid, you do have a lot more freedom of how you want your characters to um, progress. But, 
in the beginning, they I do like that they have distinctive roles. It's nice. It's a nice way to ease you in. Like later on, you'll get more freedom to again do whatever you want with your characters. But I like that Tidus is the one you send in for the nimble enemies. I like that Waka is the you know the one you th- throw ball to make down flying enemies. Yeah. Um, Lulu's your black mage. Yuna's your white mage. And Kimari's as you go further, it's kind of can be your jack of all trades depending on how you level him. Like there's a lot of freedom with Kimari, which I like about him. So I like that they have distinct roles in the beginning, and you know, it, it, it with with a lot of Final Fantasy games, some of the early ones especially give you a lot of freedom with your classes and, and such like that. Especially like the games that have job systems. This one doesn't really have that in the strict sense. Like the characters really do are kind of stuck in their class, and you do have to like figure out how you're going to use them for there. But for someone like me who had at the time never played a Final Fantasy game before. This was a great jumping in point, and that's why I do encourage anyone to like if they want if they're intimidated by Final Fantasy, this is a very good one to start. Yeah, earlier ones, and then you can go to earlier ones, which give you a lot more options. More, more options are good, but it can definitely intimidate new players. Which is uh, mm-hmm. so I so I do like that it's a it's good. It's not too difficult. It can get difficult depending on where how further you went, and if you especially some of those bonus challenges that come later in the game. <laughs> But I'm glad that the actual <laughs> gameplay itself is not is not is not too uh, is not too overly complicated. I I like it for what it is. I won't lie, guys. I will have not used some of the characters in Final Fantasy X unless I was forced to. Um, no, I agree. Like, I yep. promise yep. y'all, if, if yeah. there was not yeah. a flying enemy, Waka can go suck a dick. I I did not like him. <laughs> I was like, I will never use him. So the game was like, <laughs> or he can sit him. on the sidelines. Or he can sit on. The, you're right. I'm sorry. He could go sit on the sidelines. Yeah. Now Lulu is Bay. So every time I was not able to use her, I was like, we gonna just hit something with her with her little Moogle plushie. I don't care. I refuse to get rid of Lulu because she's my she's my girl. Uh, so I I I needed that. Uh, you gotta switch things up because uh otherwise i would just literally have a party of maybe three or four that are just super op and then just hope i can beat everything with them because everybody else is like level one never touch the spear grid like <laughs> yeah i don't care right, right, right. Um, so i kind of was yeah. forced to do that so i do appreciate that uh Pirin, uh also she had something to say about the battle system she said that it's really good she said that it does require a lot of multitasking but it was very creative and flexible uh and i think you guys kind of also feel that multitasking situation as well because you know there's i, I did hear mention of there's a lot of things you got to look at and a lot of things you got to do and got to look at this skill and that skill. Uh, but I do appreciate the fact that it is all turn-based. It's not active time battle. So you do have enough time to sit there and, you know, read over what you want to do and think about it. And of course, the more you play, the the more acclimated you will get towards it. So... Um, she also did say that the game she thinks is very beginner friendly. It's if it is someone's first R- RPG, it is easy to enjoy without previous experience. Um, that's just uh, something that she thinks. I don't yeah. know how well Steph and uh, uh, Marissa. I don't know how well you guys agree with that statement. Um, what do you guys think? <laughs> um, so just in terms of like battling and stuff like that, I think what made it so confusing is that the first hour of the game is so different from the from the next two or three that you're encountering. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that what's weird is like, if they would have just cut that and just gone to, Hey, you're meeting Waka. He's telling you what to do and what's going on and everything like that. I feel like I understand so much more from that portion of the game than the when you first start out. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, just like I was talking about, I know that one of the first things they talk about is overdrives because when you're going through that first section with Oron, um, 
he like, you know, you, you go through a, a short tutorial of that and it was just like, Hey, so you're going to have this ability. You press this arrow. It's going to bring it up for you. And then, Oh my God, here's a meter that's going across your screen. And you didn't tell me anything about that. What the fuck? <laughs> oh um, my God. Yes. I was so confused. <laughs> right? I, I was that. like, what am I supposed <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to, am I supposed to be on the orange? Am I supposed to this like, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. For me, that is very much like just hit it when it turns orange. Like I did, it was very instinctual for me. So I think it's, so and you got to spend time I, with I it. Think it was too, because for your first we, time. You're not expecting it. You you just read this tutorial telling you how it's gonna go, yeah. and then you click it, and it's like, hey, by the way, there's this other thing that we <laughs> like didn't you even gotta talk do about it right now. And your time, yeah, doing it. And then, what the fuck? And when it was telling you like point up, point down, point left, point right, and I was like, wait, how fast am I supposed to do this? What am I supposed to do? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, and not even just that. You go from like, hey, so you use uh, Titus, Titus his overdrive and um you know it's one way and then there's no explanation for the next overdrive it's just all of a sudden here's all these directions that you're supposed to be hitting so i wasn't expecting that i was focusing on okay i'm gonna hit a hopefully that's the right button what the fuck i was so frustrated so it's like i i don't feel like the start of the game is good for beginners because it's like it's throwing so much story shit at you at the same time it's throwing all this other combat shit at you that it's not properly explaining until you get to waka and he's like hey what's up buddy we're gonna fight this thing oh if it's fine you can't really do anything but i can and so i felt like that was way more open for beginners i think everything leading up to that point was just a clusterfuck and i was so confused and just hating life so much i mean honestly i agree with you because i think that's why i died so fast because I didn't even know how to change between the different monsters. And if I'm completely honest, I didn't even know how to change the monsters until I had to fight Sin and those little creatures that were coming out of the little, like, tail or whatever. So then that did work um, for you. It, it did help. But um, that Sin battle helped you realize that you have to switch targets. Yes. Okay. But it, it like, I didn't know the the different arrows, like, would be, like, different, like, monsters. Unless that wasn't part of it before. I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly. Um, you know how you told me I had to fight like the next monster in line, right? Yes. Okay, so sometimes when I would click that button, I forgot what button it is at the moment. Um, I'd click that button to switch monsters. Sometimes it would skip a certain monster, and I didn't know I had to click another button to get back to the monster that I originally wanted to hit. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so like you would press a button to hit one, and then um, it would move to one that you weren't intending to target. Yes. So then you had to go exactly. back, but you didn't know. Okay. Exactly. So even though the fight, honestly, the fight with Sin was very, very, very annoying, because <laughs> it mentioned about hitting it with the blitz ball and then the magic, but it didn't like, it didn't hit me until after um, Valifor died, because I brought Valifor oh, out so like an idiot. Use, you know. <laughs> Wait, no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Okay, okay. Well, I was just like, but the thing is, since he said, because one thing that you did mention was to, like, follow the instructions. Like, don't fight the things that you don't have to fight. 
but knowing myself, I'm always like, I want to find everything. <laughs> Guys, so that's, that's literally how, how she died in the very beginning, in the portion <laughs> where it's like, yes. just keep going, don't try to kill. Oren's literally like, don't try to kill everything. Stephanie's like, nope, I'm gonna kill everything, and she I died. Said, <laughs> I said that. I said that. And she died. Don't so underestimate like, me. But then I died. <laughs> there you go. You ain't gonna limit my creativity. She literally <laughs> sent a picture of like Oren just laying on the ground, and I was like, how did you? T- how did you manage? Like no one. Wow. Yo, their story didn't even get to start. <laughs> I know. Good time. Well, that's because I didn't follow instructions. Oh, so it's over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Three, like, huh? I, honestly, when it said game over and I had to start from the beginning, I was like, wait, what? I was hoping it would revive him. I would start from like the same area. Nope. I had to start all over again. Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so fighting sin, yeah, it definitely did help me. Um, but I definitely need to start paying attention to the instructions of the battles. Like when it says to use certain, um, techniques, like for example, with sin, they said to use magic and the blitz ball. So I should have brought Waka and Lulu, Lulu in right away, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I had kind of, I, I literally had Titus, um, Waka, and I think Yuna. So then once Valifor died, I took Yuna out. Because she gave like no, no damage whatsoever, <laughs> and I brought yeah. Lulu in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuna's your healer, so she's not going to do much unless you have an expert spear grid, and then you make her, you know, super strong, which uh, you guys don't have to worry about because you don't have it. Uh, so the next thing that I want to talk about, since we've been touching a little bit on the story, is the story of Final Fantasy X. Um, so far, we have a prologue which includes Titus just, you know, playing a blitz ball, and then he gets sucked up into some random bullshit, and then he sees Oren, <laughs> and Oren's there, and he's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" And everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Then he gets dropped off on yeah. a ship with the Albed. He can't understand what they're saying. They force him to help him uh, to help them after this big ass fish boss battle where you almost die millions of times. Uh, they go down, you go underneath this uh, area and he, he, this is actually reminding me that there's a lot of tutorial here because then you go under as you swim down and then you see yes, this thing and there's an three hours of tutorial. <laughs> yeah. There's an enemy there and then you have to do both sides. Um, you, Riku has to go on one side and you have to go on another side and it's teaching you mm-hmm. how to, you know, uh, tackle an enemy from both sides and then you have to go back up and then you're on the ship and then you get swept away again by sin and then you end up in Besaid and then you meet Waka, you meet uh, Yuna and oh, actually, really, really quickly because we're going a little bit over time, but I do want to hear how you guys feel about the puzzles in the uh, temples. Uh, how do you guys feel about those? Uh, super quickly, Joe, how do you feel about those? I actually love puzzles, so I am always interested to grind out the puzzle because I remember getting stuck back then in the day. But, I, you know, you power through. You get your rewards, you feel good about it, you move on. On the opposite end, I hate puzzles, and I will be the first person to look it up. <laughs> but then, I don't do it because I know that somebody's going to be like, oh my god, you're such a little bitch. So, like, I don't necessarily love puzzles in games. I'm I'm so, like, I don't want to spend 30 minutes in this temple to get, like, whatever the fuck I need. I kind of just want to progress because I'm a story person, so I don't really care for temples. Uh, but we're going to see. Me playing it so far, I was able to figure out everything in the first one very easily. So, uh, replaying, I'm going to see how I feel. Uh, Chrissy, how do you feel about them? I love the puzzles. Wow. <laughs> Everybody loves puzzles. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. I was just going to ask you, David. How do you oh, really? 
I just, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just going through there. I'm like, I've moved the same sphere 20 times. Bruh, thank What's you. Thank you. <laughs> what am I, I doing was wrong? Like, well, I've moved I put in so every much. hole I can find. <laughs> yes, thank you. I literally was like, bruh, I just put this shit here. It's doing nothing. Why is it doing nothing? Okay, I moved it. I put it somewhere else. Okay, it's still not doing nothing. What the fuck? Like, there are only so many holes in this area. Like, there's only so much I can do. Uh, Brandon, how do you feel? So, I'm a bit on two sides of this, because I actually do enjoy puzzles and games. Like, I especially love them in Legend of Zelda, for example. But I gotta be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the Cloister Trials in Final Fantasy X. They're not, they're, they're not one of my favorite parts. Because, very much for the same reason that David says, because, honestly, I just feel like, the, rather than being puzzles where you have to figure something out, it feels more like trial and error. Yeah, where you're just no, like taking a, where you're taking a, where you're taking a spear out of one slot and putting it, you're just basically putting it into each spear until you figure out which is the right one. To me, it doesn't really feel like an actual puzzle. It just feels just, well, what I just said, trial and error. And I won't go into details again, but there's like, one closer trials like way later in the game that it was like the most frustrating thing in the entire game. I was so angry. So yeah, puzzles, thumbs up, closer trials, kind of a thumbs down for me to be honest. Uh, speaking of Legend of Zelda, that shit was so annoying. <sighs> Couldn't figure that shit out either. Um <laughs> I really couldn't. I was so stuck one night, but that's a that's a different podcast, different game, different time. Uh uh Steph, how do you feel about the Cloister of Trials store? Uh Cloister of Trials puzzles. Um, did I miss something? Because I didn't do any puzzle, unless you're talking about, like, in the temple yes. when I was supposed to grab the spears yes. and put it in yep. the wall. Yep. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. I actually think I had beginner's luck, because I did that really fast. No, yeah, I don't know yeah, so that one is actually really easy. Okay, okay. The first one's so there's more of those. and they get harder. <laughs> yeah, so... Okay. Way, well, harder, I mean, way harder. Well, I mean, personally, I'm a whole big puzzle riddle kind of person so to me i didn't mind it but then again like you said it's kind of an easy one so i mean i don't know until we get there i guess i'll give you my full opinion on how i feel about it in game (laughs) the other thing is that one actually frustrated me a little bit because there is a section where you can actually there's a cutscene that happens and if you do the cutscene you miss the uh obtainable destruction sphere and you miss an item and i did it the first time and i just pushed the little pedestal and i was like okay bet done and i was like wait there's a destruction sphere that i haven't <laughs> used so i started over to go back and use that destruction sphere and um, when you use it i think you get a staff for yuna or something a really good staff for yuna yeah so um steph did you did you happen to get that probably not <laughs> 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 That's in the Bisay Temple? Yeah, it's in the yep. first temple. And I was and the only reason I bought it is because I was like, hmm, there's a destruction sphere here. I have not used it on any door. It has to be here for a reason. Uh but what happens is if you push the pedestal all the way, it starts the cutscene and you don't get to go back and use it. Uh so it's definitely something that could easily be missed. And I hate that shit. I was like, this is you should have at least given me the ability to like play around and do it before starting the cutscene because it's missable. And I see that uh, half of us probably missed it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I I definitely missed it. Hundred percent. And that is just to me, it's a foreshadowing of all the back and forth I'm gonna have to do in these fucking trials. So I'm already like, oh, Okay, great. This is probably going to be my least favorite part of the game. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I got sidetracked a little bit. Story. How are you feeling about the story so far? I kind of did a little summary of uh, what's happening, uh, but how is everyone feeling about the story so far? Starting with Joe. I feel like we pretty much went through it already. Titus, dumb, doesn't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening, really. 
Although, I just enjoy the 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 path, like the sending at the end of where we're at right now. That was just beautiful. Yeah, that's just cool shit to see so far. I think um, I'll go next. <laughs> I think that the story so far, the beginning, I will lie, is a little confusing. Mm. It's very much like, what the fuck is going on? But I actually agree with Marissa. Once you get to Besaid and you kind of just start learning a little bit about the world and going through and you're like, okay, well, Xanarkin was a thousand years ago. So I'm a thousand years in the future. Uh, there's some connection with my dad and Yuna. She used to be the, the guardian of her dad. So there's clearly some type of, you know, background shit going on that we're hopefully going to find out a little bit later. Uh, and I, I think this game is so poignant um, and like, uh, uh, very, very emotionally charged. And I think the first three hours were a, a an introduction into what we're going to see in the future. And I love story and video games, so I'm very much looking forward to parts that I haven't experienced yet. Especially with a, something that I was mentioning that I really, really love that the story does, is it takes uh, a situation of, you know, the people versus the church, you know, religion versus machina and machines, and it, it delves really deeply into those aspects. Like, uh, so far, at, at least so far, what we've seen is that Sin has destroyed these areas because they relied too much on machines, and now everyone is just talking all about uh, prayer and how they need to obey, and it's it's become it went from this crazy huge mechanical city that had no religion really to a oh shit we're all about religion now and if you are not a part of the religion and if you're not doing this right if you're not you know doing the prayer properly you are you're standing out and i think it's going to hopefully become a conscious conversation about you know church versus people uh machines versus man and where we stand and i think it's really really cool that the name of the big baddie is sin and it's a it's a religious you know it's a very religious text that these people follow and they're afraid of sin so i think all of those things tied up with the fact that holy shit in the first four hours i just saw an entire island be destroyed like this woman was holding her child and she was murdered and like oh man that's a hard thing died mm-hmm. it's the first four hours of the game three four hours of the game everyone's destroyed and then you get that scene of her just sending these souls on and at the same time you get that explanation of okay if you don't like these are the fiends that we're fighting so now you know that every time you're fighting an enemy it's someone whose soul wasn't sent like these are people who have just been so ravaged by how they were taken away from this world that their soul has become this horrible demon thing that you have to fight. And I'm just like, this shit is deep and we only three hours in. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, I really, really enjoy it. Um, Christy, you're here. What do you think? Honestly, I, I just love the story. I'm, I'm excited. It's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, I, it's from what I know of it. It's one of my favorites as well. Brenda. Yeah, um, I agree. It's it's a great, it's a fantastic story. It's great. Now, to be fair, this first three hours is just a lot of just world building for the most part. So you, uh, you know, it's at first it seems pretty straightforward because you know you got Titus, you know, on his ship, you know, okay, sports player in this big futuristic city, and then all that sin shit happens, and then Oren says, "This is your story," and then you're like, "Excuse me," <laughs> and so that's and so that's a little bit. 
So that part is a little bit, a little confusing. And then now you're in this new world. So everybody and upon everybody is explaining to you what this world is. And yeah, that's pretty much what a lot of the um, early game is. So just explaining things, setting up a few plot points that might, co- that might or may not come into a uh, play later. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really enjoyable story. Uh, I enjoy, I enjoy seeing the, I, I enjoy seeing the beginnings because when I, Think about FF10. I think more about what happens later than the beginning. So it's nice to see it from the beginning again. Okay. Actually, before I move on, um, I, well, David, tell me first, and then before I move on to the newcomers, I want to know what the veterans, what your favorite parts have been so far, uh, in the game. But David, how do you feel about the story so far? Um, ten isn't one of my favorite stories, but I do agree that I really like that whole um religious aspect to the game. I feel like a lot of Final Fantasy games have that, but this is the one that was kind of the most like blatant about it. Like you said, like the main baddie is literally named Sin. Like this one's definitely pulling those like heavy sort of like Christian themes here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we I, know like, anything, uh, the church is always bad in all all these games. Like it's all, <laughs> the church is always evil. So, and that's not even a spoiler. That's just from like in general. Like every time that you do one of these, it's always the church is evil. So I'm very interested <laughs> to see how this is gonna you know play out. But I'm sorry, continue. Yeah, but sort of further what Brandon said, like, where we're at right now has just barely scratched the surface of, like, what's going on, or, like, what's going to happen, or, like, big things that have yet to even, like, scratch, you know, scratch the radar of what we're, ha- like, what we're doing in-game. So, um, there's a lot coming to be excited about in this world. Uh, so, Joe, favorite scene so far, from the beginning to uh, the sending scene in Kilika? It's no contest, the, the sending scene. Uh, Brandon, I I think I'm gonna I'm I'm torn between two. One is the definitely the sending scene because that's definitely like the one of the most powerful. That's why that's one of the reasons why we chose to end there because you know besides being you know a nice ending point we reached a new island. It's one of the most powerful scenes in the game, the entire game. I I, I might even add that, yeah. that that scene there. But I also like the old intro scene where from. With uh, Titus getting ready for the getting ready for the game, he's already like soaking. Then they do the spear grid, and then he just um, he's about to do his shot, but then like everything falls apart. Yeah, it's also a very a powerful really scene. scene. And then the scene I and and the scene I just referenced as well, where he said, "This is your story," and because that's where it really iconic. all begins. I very <laughs> iconic. In fact, you know what? That's a, of those three. I like all those three, but that's the, my that's my favorite. It, like him taking his hand, and then like. Everything going from there. You know I like that scene a lot. Of? I, I actually, uh, it's so funny. You just reminded me that I actually love the fact that Titus is like just so cool in the beginning of this game. He's yeah, like, they really yeah, I'm the coolest Blitzball player ever. You want my autograph? Yeah, I'll go after you after the concert. Yeah, we can hang out. Look at me. I'm so cool. And then he gets thrown into this and he's like, yeah, so I'm dumb. Like, <laughs> uh, since toxins just made me stupid. Nobody knows who I am. I'm not popular anymore. It's like such a quick change. Like he just knew he was the shit, and then he's like, "All right, well now I'm literally shitty. Like I don't, I can't do shit." Uh, Christy, what's your favorite scene so far? No contest is the sending scene. Same. I, I, I think there's there's only one other. There's only maybe two other scenes that might top it, but that comes later in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Steph. How do you feel about the story so far from beginning to Kilika? And then tell us what your favorite scene has been so far. From beginning to okay. Um well to go back to kind of piggyback on what you were saying about um religion and church and all of that and kind of your full in depth I guess review <laughs> on the story. I hundred percent like 
you couldn't have said it any better. I think that it does a really good job in digging deep into like it has more meaning than I feel any game could really intend to have. If that makes sense. Like if you really pay attention to what it's saying beyond the surface, I feel like you can really enjoy and really appreciate the thought that they put into the yes, storyline. Yes. Um, as for like saying that church is bad, I don't know how the story plays out, but I wouldn't doubt it if the church or a certain amount of people who kind of wanted to get rid of the bad in the world created sin. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that was kind of man-made. It looks like a monster, but you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I could be totally wrong. I could be sounding like a total noob right now, but <laughs> it's I don't know. I guess like. From my perspective, it could be something that was kind of created to get rid of the bad and to kind of make everyone follow a certain rule. Like, mm-hmm. since they didn't like the machines, they want now everyone to pray for this and pray for that to kind of instill fear in them in a way. And um, This is so great. Yeah. <laughs> I love so, hearing this from someone who's never played before. This is, this is awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's a very fear basis, very fearful foundation that they're trying to build on the people. And I mean... I don't know. Let's see how it kind of plays through and if it's true or not. But um, one thing I want to say that I noticed in the storyline now, I could, again, be totally like off. And you guys are probably like, no, she has no idea. But in the scene where he was taught, she was talking about how Jekt was her father's guardian. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that was just very like interesting to me that they kind of put those two players together. And it was kind of like they were having this very same journey. Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't by accident. I almost feel like they did that on purpose. And if you pay attention personally from what I see, yes. their necklaces, the chains that they're wearing are very, very similar. Well, now I got to go only back. Difference, the only difference, this is what I wrote down. The only difference is that um, Titus, he has kind of like a wrapping around it. And Yuna's is very um, like empty. So it's almost like the innocence that she has in a way, while his is a little bit more like he's lived more life and he's been brought into this new world. I don't know. I just, if you have a chance to go back and look at the necklaces, personally, I think they look very similar. Um, Yuna's, like I said, is very empty, very resembling of her innocence and how she doesn't really know much. Um, and yeah, so I just kind of wanted to point that out, kind of like a little... Bruh, symbolism that I saw stuff. within it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I am here for everything that you're saying. Like, I am so disappointed in every veteran character, I mean, every veteran player who had, like, nothing to say about how important that is. No offense, guys. Uh, but, like, yes, this, this in-depth shit that you're doing, I'm here for it. This is great. I love it. Thanks. I love it. I, I like want to go back and watch that scene now. And I think that's also a really, really interesting moment. Uh, I think it's one of the most important moments, actually. So I'm happy that you brought it up because Eunice just like, yeah, your dad was my dad's guardian. And now here we are. That and I don't think it's chill. coincidence. Yes. I think it's such a, such an important part in the, in the story. Thank you, Steph. Look I at think, you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 hands down hands down the best scene was definitely so far the sending scene yes. i think something about it Beautiful. was so the music the the actual visuals and then like the whole dance just everything coming together to kind of show like freeing a someone's spirit even if it's like if you can tie that into life it's kind of like freeing someone from the outside from the cruel world and from the cool things that have happened to them so that they can finally be able to kind of just be free to be able to like live beyond the means of the world and not have to like 
be vengeful or sad or whatever. So I thought it was very nice. I think it was very had a lot of symbols. I want you to play every video yes. game I've ever played so that we can just like <laughs> talk about the story because I feel like, you know, you're looking at stuff that even I didn't notice. And I played this, you know, m- more than once. Um, like I've never noticed the necklace thing. And I, now I really actually want to go back and see. But I think we have very similar uh, ideas on that. So like, yes, I'm, I'm loving it. Marissa, I'm no- I know that's hard to top. <laughs> But, like, <laughs> how are you feeling about the story so far from uh, the entrance up until Kilika and the Sending? And also, what was your favorite scene? And what was your least favorite scene um, if you don't have one? Uh, so much. <laughs> no, and in all honesty, like I said uh, in the beginning and then kind of throughout as we were talking about it, that first hour was really rough, and that would probably be my least favorite. Um it felt so disjointed and unnecessary. Um, and I think one of the things that I wanted to bring up too, is like the way that you explained it, first of all, saved so much time in terms of the prologue. You didn't have to go through and do all that stuff, but I think that it could have been done a different way. I know it's an older game and I know, you know, that that's not going to change or anything like that. Um, and it's, such a small portion for what I'm sure is going to be a very like massive game, very, very many hours spent in it. But um, I, I, it was a rough start and it kind of did like, it, it felt like I had to push through so much just to start to get to some of the more rewarding stuff with the characters and everything like that. But now that I am there, I do at least I'm starting to see um, some of the depth to these characters. I want to know more about Waka and, you know, what happened there. Um, you know, not so much that he's even my favorite character, but just those little touches that show, you know, what his past is, why he's so protective, why he does really act like an older brother to the stranger. You know, that stuff's really interesting to me. I want to know more about Lulu. I want to know, uh, you know, like I was talking about with Yuna, I want to know how her innocence is challenged and changed as time goes on. Um, I, I pretty much have to say that I'm in agreement with everyone that the sending scene was really beautiful. Um, I think up until that point, there's kind of been like, yeah, there's been some cool action sequences or there's been, you know, some stuff to really talk about um, character development and things like that. But I think in that moment, it really kind of showed the importance of what was going on. Um, I think yes, that yes, it yes. really did. Yeah. It, it, it made me like, like stop and think about this is serious uh, now. Yeah. And I think up until that point, it was like, of course, everyone's talking about how bad sin is. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about how important these rituals are and this religion is and that praying is, but you're, you're really looking at it from the point of view of Titus who just like is kind of flumping about it. Doesn't really care about it that much. You know, it's just like, yeah, whatever. Um, as he's kind of going along. So to finally kind of see that moment and understand why sin is so evil and why he must be stopped and then versus, you know, seeing the strength in Yuna to be able to send those souls and how beautiful of a ceremony it was that you were actually seeing. It wasn't just like, I'm going to go out into the middle of the ocean and dance. Don't mind me. You know, like you were actually seeing the souls. Yeah. You were seeing the people around her be moved by that. So that's what really kind of more than anything gives me hope to continue to to learn more about the story. Um, I'm sure that there's still going to be a lot of times where I'm just like, Oh God, (laughs) these characters and the story and the directions that we're going in. Um, I would, 
I would say that maybe my least favorite it was. It was just that hour because there, there was so much disjointed stuff happening. And I get, I do, I honestly get that you're seeing it from the eyes of someone who doesn't know what's going on. You know, that this is just as chaotic and everything for that character as it is for you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that the prologue could have been handled a lot better. I think that you could have almost completely cut out that first hour. I realized that, you know, you missed some character uh, introductions and stuff like that. But I think if they would have like trimmed that out and just really kind of started you uh, and God, I can't remember the, yeah, if they just started you out in Besaid, I think that it would have been so much easier for me to get into it and be able to kind of overlook some of those annoying things that happen or those bad character traits and stuff like that and just enjoy the story. So the sending, uh, the sending ceremony definitely pulled me back in. Yay. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I am excited to see where the rest of the story goes uh, more than anything. I, I really want to see how it impacts the party um, and what they're going to have to do in order to overcome this creature, this deity, this being that has been traumatizing the world for, for a thousand years. Uh, you know, I think that that's going to be the journey that's going to be kind of nice to, to see, to learn about and everything like that. So yeah, I, I liked that send-in ceremony. It's pretty good. <laughs> this is so exciting for everyone who knows how crazy the story is going to get. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm excited. That's what, that's what I've been thinking about. You guys are in for so much. Like, you have no idea how crazy things get. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, yes. I can't wait until we have uh, future conversations just to, you know, be able to see you guys develop from, you know, what we started from to what we have. But... Last things, because we're going a little bit over. So, um, last thoughts on the game. Um, if there's anything that you want to say, anything you like, anything you don't like, anything that you didn't get to mention, any notes that you have, whether it be about story, <laughs> gameplay, music, whatever. Um, anything that you want to say to wrap this up, Joe? Just enjoy the ride, people. <laughs> After, you know, I am actually a supreme hater of tutorials. But now that most of it is out of the way, just enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. It'll get amazing. I agree. Believe. <laughs> Believe in it. Don't give it up so far. Yeah, it, it's going to get better. Uh, uh, David, what about you? You know, as far as the Final Fantasy game goes, this one has some of my like, odd favorite characters who we've met but like don't really know anything about yet. So, yeah, hold on for the ride. Like, There's, there's more personality yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Christy. There's a lot coming up ahead. Enjoy the ride. And just be prepared. All of us are just like, you guys, it. it's going to get better. <laughs> Don't worry. It really is. It's going to get great. Uh, and Brandon. Uh, so I did, there is something about gameplay that I completely forgot to mention earlier. <clears throat> I was reminded about it when uh, Marissa and Stephanie were talking about theirs in regards to the sphere grade itself. Um, so so I, I went back in time and my, mentally back to 2006 when I first played FF10 for the very <laughs> first time. And... Uh, in regards to the spear grid, thinking back to that, it was a little confusing at first. Mm-hmm. At first, like because that tutorial where you get to learn about the spear grid is pretty long, but you do get a chance to hear it again by talking to Riku on that sh- on that big uh, Albed ship that they have. And after the second time, I understood it a little better. Okay. But it is a little bit of a curve. So yeah, 
my so I do encourage if you're having trouble with the spear grid just to stick with it because I promise you it does get easier and in some cases it's a little easier to understand than other leveling systems other games the, the further in you go it does get a lot better and as far as the story yeah let me go ahead and echo that it does get a lot better this is very much this is very much the building this is this is very much the building blocks to a what what becomes a very very interesting story so enjoy the enjoy the characters get to know them as much as you can. Um, even some of the ones that you don't like as much may end up growing at you in one way or another. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, as the last person who's played it before, all I'm going to say is I'm very excited for where we're going. I think this is still one of my favorite Final Fantasies and reliving it so far reminds me why it is one of my favorite Final Fantasies. I think there's a lot to do, a lot to go through. Um, I think this game has one of the best soundtracks in any of these. Oh, no doubt. Like, I am, I agree. I love, love, love the soundtrack so far. So I'm, I'm looking forward to you guys, you know, Doing a lot of battles. Get used to the battle theme. You will hear it quite a bit, especially in all these random <laughs> encounters. Yes. You yes. Will, either you love it or you hate that, it. So that <laughs> that song that play, that you know when you're on the boat just before you uh, fight against Sin's Finn, the song that's just on the boat. Mm-hmm. I that is one of my go-to songs to listen to while I'm like doing work. It, I, it's just such a relaxing song. Yes. Especially there's, the especially the arranged version, mm-hmm. it's, it's both are beautiful. But yeah, oh, that's a good song. There's there's one song that's my favorite. It's a it's a battle theme, but it's very 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 much near the end game, and I can't wait for people to hear it. Oh. I gotta ask you about that after the podcast, Christy. <laughs> uh, I gotta, I've I gotta probably heard it already because of Daryl. Impossible, impossible. Speaking of, um, Piran did say that the original soundtrack is amazing, is beautifully done, catchy, and fitting for every scene. The only other thing I would say about Final Fantasy X is I'm very happy that we chose this stopping point because I do think that it gives us a look into what is ahead. I think the sending is still one of the most beautiful scenes in a video game. I'm so excited for the intricities of the story that Steph, you know, that Steph mentioned and that I was kind of talking about that everybody mentioned. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, newcomers, any last words, any last notes that you had? Uh, Steph, you first. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see how the story unravels. I hope I end up with my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and I mean, I hope that, I, I mean, I, I see a lot of a lot of things changing more than likely. So, I mean, I'm buckled in for the ride, I guess. Like, you guys can tell me to just sit back and stuff. So, um, the one thing I wish would change, though, is just the cringy voice acting. Like, it does not get better. I'm telling you right now. It, just, it does not just, at all get better. Don't look forward to it's it. It's like, oh, God. If there was just one thing I could change, it would definitely... It would be that. Because it's sometimes it's just like, why? Why? My favorite. And it's like, favorite. i rather... Huh? I was just going to say my favorite thing is going to be the podcast after the most cringiest of cringe scenes in all of our second stopping point is a meme. You guys are literally, I promise you will know exactly Wait, what we're talking about. that's second stopping point? Uh, yeah. Well, technically, oh, but yeah, most likely that's going to be our second stopping point. You guys are going to oh, know exactly no. what we're talking about when it happens, I promise. Yeah. yeah. I bet yeah. you it's probably going to be someone flirting, probably Titus trying to flirt with <laughs> Oh no no no! Uh, Marissa, uh, but yeah. What about you? Oh, I'm sorry. Stop. Did you have um, to say? I'm so sorry. No, I was saying, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my my spiel. All right, cool, Marissa. 
Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm in total agreement with uh, Steph right now is that if, uh, you know, if that one thing was changed, I probably wouldn't have been so mad <laughs> while I was playing it is that there's just so much dialogue that's just like people don't have conversations like this and I don't mm-hmm. know how this happened like um, <laughs> I don't know how this happened but, yeah I don't know I don't know if you read the script and it was like yep print it this, <laughs> this is, is great this is exactly what we want this is what this we were is, looking for this is, is the hard-hitting reality of this game now I don't know what to tell you <laughs> um but no I I think that Honestly, my final thoughts is that if I hadn't been playing this in a group, uh, you know, like I had mentioned, there was a point where I reached out to both David and Jarrell and was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue because this is so bad. This is so cringy and everything like that. And so they, you know, listened to my complaints and everything and then confirmed like, no, it, that portion of it does get better and does improve. Uh, and if it hadn't have been for that, I probably would have just left this in my backlog forever uh, <laughs> after playing through that first hour. Um, but I think that what is going to be the thing that kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge JRPG fan. And so there's been some that have, of course, been beautiful and amazing and wonderful and everything like that. So I think that playing it in a group like this uh, is definitely going to help me. Uh, I know that there are going to be times where I'm going to be frustrated and I'm going to be like, why does anyone play this game? I this? And then I'll go into the group and see what you guys have to say and be like, Okay, I just have to get past the sport battle and then Guys, you missed the rage of Marissa earlier, man. I was like, oh, she hates this so much. I have not heard these words come out of her mouth in a while, so I was like, oh, oh, this is rough. But it's it's reassuring now to hear that, you know, the the sending is pulling her back in and the story is there, so this is all it's all good. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm gonna say a certain jellyfish was about to make me put the game down. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) I I was just like, Jarrell, if I if I die to this thing one more time, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not gonna finish it. It was rough. It was a rough one, but we got through it. Yeah, we got through it together. And that's, uh, I think that's going to be the beauty of playing through this, uh, together. So that way, if there are portions where we either get stuck or we're having problems or we don't understand things, we can at least like, Hey, so about this sphere grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, help each other through it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much no, is how I kind of want to end. I thought. Yes, thank you all for being a part of JRPG Club. I know it's a big commitment. I know there's a lot of games coming out. I know that there's a lot that we have to do. I know that everyone's a little busy, uh, but I really, really appreciate all of you coming together to have these really fun conversations. I had such a great time talking to everyone. I had such a wonderful time hearing the different perspectives and the different uh, ways that we understand the games, the things that we like, the things that we don't like. It's exactly what, uh, it's exactly what Brandon mentioned. So it's going to be hopefully a lot of fun. I can't wait until we get to the more twists and turns and the big spoiler surprise sections and the meme sections and you know like just getting digging into the meat of the story because we're finally getting to a portion where it actually is going to begin so i'm very much looking forward to that thank you all once again for being a part of jrpg club for anybody who wants to play along or follow along or listen along next time our next stopping point is going to be at luca uh so if you do want to join us you can always reach us wait yes 
The end of Luca, right? Yes, the end of Luca. Sorry, thank you. It's going to be at the end of Luca. I will, you know, message everyone in the club so, so we know what we're, where we're going and what we're doing. If you do want to follow along and you're listening to the podcast, you can totally play along with us. Uh, you can find us at uh, critical underscore HP on Twitter. You can also message us on uh, Facebook, Instagram. You can also send us an email at hpcriticalgaming at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a part of it, just reach out to any, any of us. You can also talk to each of us individually on Twitter as well. Uh, I am at Jitrel on Twitter, J-I-T-R-E-L. Christy, what's yours? What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is RubyAmber5. And Brandon? So my Twitter handle is Mr. Luden. And work with drug. may I also plug one other thing real quick? Of course. Yes. So in addition to all those sources for the JRPG club, um, I will also be streaming for HP Critical. Um, looks like I'm going to be doing that on Sunday the 4th. So if you're listening to the podcast, more or less when it comes out, you can absolutely tune into that. Further details will be on our Twitter, that as Drew mentioned earlier. So I'll be doing my entire portion of the FF10 in that one stream. So if you're playing along, you can absolutely come through for that. Yes. Also, uh, Perian is streaming as well. Um, Yes, she I is. Will post her information so that you guys can follow her. She's also streaming the game, as is Rodrigo, um, at Sathramel on Twitter too. So it, you can catch a bunch of us playing. If you want to watch the official HP Critical one, you can find us at HP Critical uh, on Twitter. Uh, sorry, on Twitch. And Brandon, uh, as he said, will be streaming that one. Um, Job, how can people talk to you if they want to men- message you specifically about your expertise on Final Fantasy X? <laughs> <laughs> Big expert over here. Tell him. Uh, you can. <laughs> Go follow my Twitter at Eternal Flocker. And Marissa? Um, I'm at Is the Goblin. It's I S S A underscore G zero B L I N. And David? Currently a social media ghost, but formerly <laughs> incredible Mr. underscore D. There you go. And, <laughs> and Steph, how can people reach you? Oh, God, this is awkward because I don't even use Twitter like that. Oh, no. Um, oh. I mean, they can email. You want to give them your, like, anything? It's okay. You can, I, if you want to reach that, just reach us out at HP Critical, and we can talk more about her <laughs> thoughts and feelings on on uh, uh, Final Fantasy X because, you know, I'm very much looking forward to her going in depth. So if you want to hear more about her and talk to her about it, you can reach any of us at HP Critical or anyone that you mentioned. Um, we will get the message to her. Thank you. And thank you guys once again for having this conversation with us. It was uh, two hours of awesome talk. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. It was a good conversation. I had a great time. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for Two hours away from Animal Crossing. (laughs) I appreciate you taking your time away from Animal Crossing. Uh, I know. It's two hours away from Persona 5 for me. Oh, thank you guys for, you know, know, thank you. Thank you. The sacrifice. The sacrificing for coming to the JRPG pub. I feel so great about that. Thanks, guys. Uh, Anyway, thank you all so much thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next month uh, when we reach Kilika bye everybody bye see you